New recording software activate. Woo! So Thanks. yeah, uh, the short version is Streamlabs got canceled for some really shitty shit. So I have migrated all of my recording software to OBS Studio, and I'm not sure if it's going to be as tight as it was when we were recording using Streamlabs. So hopefully this episode turns out okay. If not, that's folk. That's fine. Shit happens. It's life. <laughs> uh, I don't know what happened to Bob's either. Keila roll call? Oh, sure. We are live! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster? Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Graycaster! Lay! Spark of Courage! The Power of Dreams! Orangecaster! Global Soft Perka! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 366! Yay! Pokemon! Episode Clam Pearl. Clamps. Guess what? We're doing Precure today. We're finally doing Precure. Yes. Yeah, so um, Gar was supposed to visit us this week to, to record an episode with us. But unfortunately, some things happened. He couldn't make it. So we had to put another hold on high school heroes. But instead, we decided to talk about uh, Tropical Rouge Precure. The first two episodes. Yep. It's the revenge of um, Precurary. There's the episode name. Exactly. I didn't even have to wait until February. And I remember saying maybe we could do Precurary this year. Well, and you guys were like, well, think about it. Which means no, we're not going to do Precurary. Wait, and Clam Pearl looks like the changer from this Precure season. But, but Precure, though? It does. It's perfect. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that was weirdly timed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so welcome, we're Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, we're a bunch of tropical plants that get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third thing. And this time it is a third oh, thing. Know. Yeah, last week me and Ishii talked about the Mets, the Vulcan Valkyrie movie, and it was good and bad. Yeah. So. And sadly I wasn't there, but how, how was the movie? Uh, Vulcan's dead. <laughs> Spoilers! What, what? Yeah, Vulcan died. <laughs> He like got hit, he got, yeah, he got like hit hard with a hisatsu and he started bleeding out of his eyes and then he just fucking died. <laughs> I'm kind of upset with some decisions that were made. If you want more specifics than that, you'll just have to go listen to the episode. Also, if you're expecting to see the return of Horvy, Jin, Naki, and Raiden, nope, they're dead. They're gone forever. <laughs> Super dead. What, what? Um, was the was one of the terrible decisions that Vulcan is now freaking dead? Partially, but it's more about like how everything was handled. He he went out like a badass though. Like I, you get hit so hard that your eyes start bleeding before you die. That is pretty hardcore. But like also what? Yeah, yeah. he was he was the president of his own company before he died too. He was uh, Vulcan Carter Vulcan Vulcan company, company Limited. Limited. It was great because he had to be a president Vulcan. of a company to use the the zero one driver. So. Yeah. We went into oh specifics God, on that cool. last week. You'll have to go listen to that one if you want more details. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this week we're talking about Colorado Revised Episode 10. 
Zenkaiju episode 35 and the first two episodes of Tropical Rouge Precure. Yay. It was it was interesting. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. You're excited. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. You're excited. No, episodes one and two, though, you sadly only get Cure Summer. You don't get any of the other cures. Yes, we don't get Cure Coral, Cure Papaya, or Cure Flamingo. Yeah, that's... No. <laughs> I looked up their names. Yeah. Or... Or clear, clear, not clear. Or cure, clear. you can probably, you can probably guess. Mm -hmm. Cure la mer. Yeah. So before we get into the actual episode discussions, we have to do our new news mode. News mode. News mode. So this dropped right after last episode, but uh, then not only is Sakura from Revice going to be a writer, but the name of her common writer apparently leaked. Oh, uh, according what is it? according to the listing, according to the description on the listing for the pre-order for the Common Writer Revised Secret Encyclopedia, her name is Common Writer Jean, J E A N N E, like Jean Jean Dark. Jean yes. Huh. Yep. Yep. Jean of Arc's actual name was Jean Dark. So. Um. Also, yeah. If we go up and we see a picture of the belt. Cobra Rider confirmed! It's the Cobra Vice stamp. It's the Cobra Vice stamp. And so it looks like her belt's like. Half of the Revice driver. Yeah, but then like, so I saw a tweet where There's someone posted a picture on the right of side. like. Yeah, and they like, it looked like it could fit in with like the new stamp that someone he's is, getting. Someone is guessing that this right side buckle on her driver attaches to the Barried Rex Vice stamp, and I honestly don't think that's accurate. It's, it's possible, but. Because, like, the ending of the belt there looks like the end of the Revice driver, so... Yeah, it's got the same handle, but it's on the opposite side. Anyways, I'm just happy because now we have Iki as a rider, Daiji as a rider, and now Sakura will be a rider. So we got sibling riders. Now all we need is mom and dad to be riders. I'm still waiting for George. <laughs> George to be a rider. Yeah. The way Every George family is, has... The way George is interested in the dad, I kind of hope the dad does something. Also, I want to know what fucking Daddy Ninja and family are up to. Yeah, we never found out what that was about. Yeah, I kind of hope we get more into that soon. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm excited for Kamen Rider Jean. Yeah, hopefully they treat her better than they did Valkyrie. I just hope the suit looks good, because I did not like uh, Sabla. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, when they first talked about her being a rider, like, people were like, oh, man, like, we, we have female riders... Like, in a row in a row and i'm like i hope they treat her better than than valkyrie i say having completely forgotten sabla forgotten even existed sabla. <laughs> oh oh well all right next on our news docket they announced the kajiki vice stamp aka swordfish and guess whose stamp it is blade no saber damn <laughs> but i mean that's perfect there you go ichi a matching animal with a rider yeah, kind of. Yeah, swordfish. Yeah, I see. What it's you're even doing. yellow, like Kachiki yellow. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because Spada's actor was just in these episodes. Well, no, the animal is supposed to represent the uh, the color of the visor of the rider. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's cool looking. So apparently, you can get this by way of reserving tickets for the upcoming Beyond Generations movie. Uh, and it only comes with the stamp, but <laughs> a... Your hand is a fish to write it down. <laughs> fish to save this world! 
Um, but you also get a Revi and Vice acrylic keychain. Awesome. See, even the keychains are coming in, uh, with the two of them. I'm I'm so happy that they're committing to that. Yeah. Uh, next, they also announced the <laughs> Toysaurus Vice stamp, which is a palette swap of Rex. It's a Toys R Us exclusive. <laughs> Toysaurus. Yeah, ah, you cheeky fucks. Well, no giraffe stamp. I would have loved a giraffe stamp. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this pun was too... Yeah, uh, Japan loves their puns. This was too easy. It even is like it even is toy like. Because if you look at the jaw, it looks like the hinge of a toy. <laughs> so, oh, that's so neat. So it's not just a palette swap. It is slightly different. Does it do the same sounds as Rex though? I have no idea. I hope not. I kind of would be. You know what? I might buy the stamp because I'm, I'm interested. I would love it if it had custom sounds. Come on! Toysaurus! But I won't be able to get it off Amazon because it's a Toys R Us exclusive, so I gotta buy a third party. Yeah. Decker says it does have different sounds. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll probably get it then. Hi. Oh, I'm trying to find I'm, I'm trying to find a cheap Kong stamp because I want Kong. Yeah. Alright, next. Tamashi Nation Online happened and revealed a fucking smorgasbord of new figure arts. Yeah, so first off, we finally got to see the reveal of the SH figure arts Kamen Rider Revi and Kamen Rider Vice, and it looks as it looks though as we've seen seeing the pictures of them together is that they are will be coming in as a two pack, and that makes me immensely happy because I would not want them to be sold separately. It, the article here says it's unknown if they are going to be individual or together. They fucking better be. Yeah. You, you can't not, like, because my friend, my friend, uh, like, Shadowcaster was talking to me about this earlier today, and he was like, well, I kind of hope they are uh, in separate packs so then I can pick one over the other. And I was, like, looking at him really, like, intensely, and I said, no, you have to have these two together. You it, can't have them apart. I would I would be genuinely surprised if they release them separately. Yeah. So if you're gonna get if you're gonna buy these two, you need to buy them together because they're they're inseparable. Yeah. Next is one that I'm very excited. Well, there's a few in here. So first off, we have uh, Saber uh, Primitive Dragon, which a lot of the fandoms really excited for because apparently this was one of the fan favorite forms of Saber. Which I mean, I agree. Primitive was fucking dope. It's pretty good. The uh, was great. They're also putting out Kamen Rider Sabala. Yep. And the one I'm most excited about, Kamen Rider Durando! Ah! There you go. There's your excite scream, everybody. Yeah, he looks good. I like he's in the middle of doing his little, like, time warp thingy. Yep, and it looks like he comes with all versions of his weapon. The spear, the sword, separated. Excellent. I just hope they don't release Durandal and Sabala as a two-pack. Yeah, hopefully not. It'll probably be premium Bandai. Or I'm sure web. you'll be able to find. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then they also announced Kamen Rider Zero Two, the Izu version. Uh, wait, what? I don't know. I don't know. Wait, is it actually called the Izu version? Yes. But we haven't got the Arto one. Well, then just pretend it's Arto. No. That's stupid. Uh, and then. Does it like come with something? I don't know, maybe it's just easy to put her in the little handheld pose. Little hand pose. Uh, and then they're also doing Comrade Vulcan Lone Wolf. Cool. They posed it next to uh, Valkyrie Serval Tiger, which I believe we already knew about. Yep, and then, um, I don't know if it's there. Oh, there we go. Go back. 
Finally, after all these fucking years, our boy, Kamen Rider Saga, is finally getting his own figure art, and it's in the Renewal series. I'm so happy. I love Saga. Look at this fucking design. It's so gorgeous. Like, Saga was my favorite rider in Kiba. I loved him. I loved Taiga so much. He very was such close, a cool character. Very close second to Ixa for me. Oh, you know what would be sweet? They're not going to do it, but imagine, like, he came with, like, like a background where it was like the moon and stuff like that and he like that you can do the pose where he's like finishes like hanging the fucking dude like oh yeah he's not so, oh, so cool with, with he had the best debut illness ever with enough clever photo editing you could make that photo yourself i i'm gonna admit if they ever released a csm cigar i would buy it imagine how cool that thing would be how could you csm that thing it had like z like one function no but you could get the one-to-one uh, -one scale of the fucking whip sword oh the recorder yeah That'd be neat. That'd be awesome. And then you just put a bunch of fucking random Taiga quotes and cigar quotes in there. Yeah. And then the next they announced is Kamen Rider Zeranos Zero Form and Deneb. We're getting fucking renewal Deneb. Look at look at look at that. I hope he comes with this candy basket. <laughs> I want his candy basket. That'd be funny. Uh, and then they also announced Decade Complete Form Twenty One. <laughs> yeah. And Cougar Rising Ultimate, it looks like. Oh my god. Uh, and a bunch then... of random Marvel characters in Toku inspired outfits. Yeah, and then uh, dipping into Showa, they're doing B3, B3, Rider Man, X, Stronger, and yeah. And I guess Shadow Moon uh, ba Battle Hopper? They announced that Battle Hopper will be coming out. Why is Shadow Moon riding it? That's, ba that's Black Spike. That's why he's like, oh, no. Oh, okay. Just your dick, Shadow Moon. <laughs> but no, I'm glad there's more Heisei. I'm glad, I'm glad there's more Showa Riders getting the renewal treatment. Because, like, now I think we just need, um... We need Super One... Sky, Sky Rider. Rider, Zed Cross, and Black RX. Oh yeah, they also announced Oz Burakawani. Yeah, they also yeah go go Burakawani. Burakawani. <laughs> so yeah, lots and lots of new figure arts to empty the wallets of Tokusatsu fans everywhere. <laughs> I love that yeah. picture of Revived Vice in the fucking bathtub with the yep. ducks. Does the figure do the figures come oh, with the bath? I mean, you can probably... That, that's the great thing. You can buy... There's so many, like, accessories you can buy for figures. Like, uh, my buddy Reggie, he, uh, he... You can buy these, like, toy f uh, Fortnite arcade cabinets. Oh, my God. And he, like, modified them based off, like, X8 games. So he made, like, a Mighty Action X cabinet. Oh, nice. Dora Mifa B Oh, yeah, cabinet. I saw those. I saw yeah, those. so, like, he's really creative with that shit. So. You know what you could do to get creative with fucking, like, figure sets is just buy Barbie shit. Yeah. yeah, there's there's the whole like Nendoroid school that they came out with. It's like a whole classroom for Nendoroid. Holy shit! Wow, wow. Lone Wolf looks great. Yeah. Oh. All right. Next on our news mode docket. Oh, I showed this each. You fucking lost it. So anyone who's into the Digimon Vital bracelets might remember that they announced they're doing Common Rider and Ultraman versions and releasing some Common Rider and Ultraman dims. Yep. Uh. Up for pre-order now on Tokulectables is the next release in that line. Uh, so looking at just the Kamen Rider ones, they announced Exade and Genmu cards. Uh, and looking at their cool. evolution lines, it looks like you have access to Exade level 1, 2, and 3, Brave, Snipe, uh, Mighty Brothers, the level 50 forms, and even True Brave. 
Uh, and then the Genmu one, uh, you get not only Genmu, but Laser, Paradox, Cronus, Poppy, and fucking Laser X is in it! Yeah, it's to give Laser X on your little watch thing. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, so I'm I, just clean down. So, uh, yeah, I've immediately pre-ordered these. Uh, and then they also announced, apparently they're doing ones for Build and Rogue. Ooh. But we don't have pictures of those yet, so we don't know which riders and forms are included yet. <sighs> oh, we get Night Rogue. Oh, I imagine. You'd probably want Bloodstark. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I, it's probably going to include... Yeah, it's probably going to include Cross and Grease and... Uh, oh, and... yes. As our chat is telling us, we all they also teased us uh, the renewal figure arts of uh, Gokai Red. Didn't we talk about that last week? No, we didn't. No, it just got announced like yesterday. Oh, I could have sworn we talked about something. Anyways, look at the comparison between the original release and the new one. Holy shit, that's a fucking difference. Yep. So don't yeah. talk to me or my son ever again. So I feel like they're just gonna do a bunch yeah. of. I, I feel like they're gonna do a bunch of reds. So I that makes me very happy, uh, hopeful that we'll get Patronichigo. It makes me very happy. No, I I want Patronichigo so badly. All right, and our last <laughs> new story is one a little less pleasant. Oh, apparently some lawsuit is being filed against Toei for harassment and toxic work conditions. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Oh, that's a shame. Crap. An assistant producer is calling out Toei for a harmful work environment. Hmm. I'm not gonna get into details, but uh, there's a lot of talk about sudden fixed overtime and sexual harassment and oh. people being overworked and oh. uh, testimonies hmm. from a bunch of different people. Oh, so like Activision. <laughs> Like, the head of Xbox heard about all the shit that's been going on with Activision, and he's like, now he's kind of like, mm, I don't know if we can work together anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of this shit is coming Get out, your really. shit together, people. Like, you can't get away with shit like this. Like, people will talk. People will speak up about stuff. Like, you, you... There was a time where all that stuff stayed behind closed doors, but that's not... Yeah, no, with the way, like, smartphones, the internet, and shit like that, how it is now, you you can't get away with shit like that anymore. Peep, someone will find out, and it'll spread, and once it's on the internet, it's on there for fucking ever. Yep. So, ugh, this well, is, hopefully I hate seeing this shit, man. Hopefully everything gets smoothed out. Yeah. Hopefully everyone who's under some any sort of duress with the situation gets gets what they deserve. Yep. And yeah, that's news mode. All right. All on to revise. I'm surprised it took until episode 10 for us to start getting Vice doing recaps. Uh, yeah, no, I was thinking, I was like, I was like, I thought this would just be a thing. Like it should have been. Um, Speaking of things that, sh that should have happened long ago. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Um, so, uh, since I wasn't here, I just wanted to recap episode nine, like my thoughts on episode nine. Uh -huh. Um, okay. so first off, I saw Magiello. Yeah. Magiello was there. And then, uh, you pointed out that the other guy was Kajiki Yellow's actor, Spada. Uh-huh. Yeah, that fucker was wearing Bonjo's jacket. I didn't notice that. Yeah, that was, that was Bonjo's fucking, like, blue and silver jacket that he fucking wore a lot. Well, they, they had like, all... the same dragons and shit on it. They are swindlers. He stole it. <laughs> no, but it was just like, like people are gonna notice that shit. Like, why'd you put it on? I, I mean, I didn't notice. I did. 
Like, I, because I, I was looking at it, I'm like, that looks like Bonjo's jacket. And then I looked up a picture of Bonjo, and I was like, yep, that's his jacket. It's the Bon jacket. Um, and then you said the other person was uh, Joel's Joel? girlfriend? Yes. Really? Huh. Last time Kagura was being three cents X. Yeah, I didn't know if they were going to come back in this episode, because, like, they kind of just didn't see them again. But then, like, Ichi was like, yeah, no, they come back. They, I was like, okay. they show up for all the five seconds just to get the stamping again. Yeah, yeah, I love Kagura just go, <laughs> um, he, he summoned the monster. Oh, sorry. He summoned the monster in triplicate. Collated. Collated for daddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, episode nine was really fun. I really liked that, like, Vice kind of just, like, fought on his own for a bit, and then he, like, took the time to, like, kind of, like, be break the fourth wall again market, and then he's like himself he's, yeah he's like he's like make sure you talk about me and hashtag nice vice like, yeah and i was like yeah that's that great was good what were you gonna say earlier emily no it's okay it was about the next episode so uh but yeah anyways it was cool episode um and so yeah it's episode 10 so like i hate that everyone just keeps shoving down Di uh Aki's throat that's just like daiji's gone man like, like freaking uh, Hiromi's just like, dude, he's gone. Like, you can't save him. Like, Sakura's like, no, 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 I think he's gone too. And Vice is just like, maybe he wants to go. Maybe he doesn't want to be around anymore. No, Sakura wasn't like that. She was just busy being angry at everyone for putting them into this situation. Mm. But I like that the parents were being very just like, go get him back. Go get him, son. Go get him. Um, but, but yeah, so... Right. Uh, we continue the. I like that Icky was about to like kick Evel, and then he does. Kagura does like the dick move thing where he pretends to be Dutch, being like, Oh no, Nichan, don't! And Icky falls for it, of course. Yeah, yeah he makes him falter. But Vice starts the episode saying he's recommending good hygiene and also that he's been lonely for the weeks that they haven't been there. Yeah. Yeah, they mentioned it's like, oh, yeah, we had golf last week, so we weren't, we weren't here. Yep. Um. Then he like brain blasts into Hiromi's head where he's bawling his eyes out. Yeah, apparently Vice can, Vice can fucking weird. go into people's brains. I actually kind of love how they set that up for later. Just like, hey, look, here's a joke where I can go into people's brains. And then it turned out that to be of actual use later. Yeah. But yeah. That was cool foreshadowing. Also, me and Ichi are kind of starting to get tired of Hiromi's little pre-henching catchphrase. I'm so tired of Hiromi, just in general now. No, I, I still like him, but like, every time he has to be Do like, something. I must protect, protect the people. I will lay down my life for the sake of justice! Like, eventually me and Ichi are just going to be like, lay down your life for the sake of justice, and then transforms you know into chill, Kakata. Yeah. So it's like, we get it, pal. I do like that Demons is apparently able to, like, open up the Mogura drill in order to activate a Seasatsu. That was neat. Also, yeah, like, you can drill holes and stuff. It's cool. Yeah. That's the power of a Christmas tree. No, it's Amazon's colors. <laughs> bastard. It looks like a Christmas tree. It's green and red. Sure. Um, it kind of does look like a Christmas tree. So then Iki, Iki, like, or Kagero basically shoves down Iki's throat being like, no, Daiji's gone. I have taken over this body. It is mine. Daiji I feel, I feel pain and shit. It's my body. My. Daiji wa moi naiji. But also, like, like, Kagero's so stuck on his own personal matters that the dead mans aren't getting any use out of him. Yep. So then, like, they make this seem like it's a fucking big reveal, and like me and Nietzsche are just sitting here, like. So basically, they're like, 
Oh no, Daiji's just trapped in his mind, like Kagro's head, just not being able to do anything because Kagro's will is overpowering Daiji's. He's, he's just playing possum and just like staying quiet in one place until he can be let out. Yeah, and I'm like, they're making this such a big deal. Me and you're like, no, it's pretty obvious that was the yeah, thing. Yeah, we called this a while ago. Yeah, we, we know. Because, like, Daiji's just afraid because he feels like Kagro's so overpowering. It's, it's not that. It's more like he knows he can't do anything from the inside, so he's just going to, like, sit there and not make it worse mm. until he gets I'm saved. So then... Sorry, what was that, Emily? I just said, like, strategic silence. Yeah. So then we kind of have a moment which, um, with Enki and Vice where, like, Enki's in, like, the, the bathtub. Well, before that, I I love this this early scene of George where it's like they're he and fucking Wakabayashi are talking about the two side driver, so, and I I don't know if this was explicitly brought up before, but I guess that Wakabayashi knows that George gave the two side driver to Daiji, and he's like, "What the fuck were you like even planning with this?" And George is just like. I'm just indulging in my love for common riders. No, and I'm like we're yeah. supposed to be believe that him just is like playing this off as innocent, but clearly this is him setting up for some master plan. But there. I, but I also like the other comment that he made where he was just like he's he's pissed off at Daiji because he's like he's like you're wasting the potential of the driver. Like I gave you this driver that does these these two things called the two side driver, and you're only using it with one side. Well, that gets resolved this episode. It, it does, which is why he gets really excited for it. But I like that he like he was pissed off at Daiji because it wasn't even his fault that Congress you're not doing it right. You're not using the full capabilities of the belt. <laughs> you're not eating it's not how I enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I almost have expected him to go here. I'll show you how it's done. So then, like Icky, Icky's in the in the in the tub or whatever, like that, and like Vice is kind of having like a serious talk with him, which I I like that Vice can kind of get real. Yeah. Um, but it reminded me of in in Kiva when like every time like Watari was upset, he'd go have a bath, and, and then Kiva. like Kiva would just be there to kind of be like, "It's okay, buddy. You'll get him next time. Don't yeah. worry. Shape up." Yep. So. Uh, but yeah, so Vice just tells him, like, listen, man, like, you've also been fucking lying to me this whole time. Yeah. Like, you... you yeah, but then he... You said you believed in him, but you really didn't. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I like that even Kagro at one point mentions, he's just like, like I uh, I think it was episode, was episode 9 or was it this episode that he, like, mentioned how he got, like, formed? It was last episode. Yeah, I liked, I liked that he, he like, cuz... Because uh, Daiji didn't like, wasn't was afraid of using the belt, and then he saw Iki take it off. He was just kind of like, like I was saying last week, it, it it really gives you a fresh perspective on the first episode when you when you see that scene of him staring, kneeling with the belt in his hand. You see everything with like this purple border around it. That was Kagero being born. Wow. Yeah. Being born. Yeah. So Vice. That's cool. So Vice kind of gives Iki a kind of like motivational kick in the ass and then like you see like Icky stand up and like obviously they're covering his nudity and I was just like yeah Icky Kigarashi's back baby the funniest <laughs> part was that they covered him up with the fucking squirtable shampoo tap hmm. <laughs> and Vice asks if he can have coffee milk as a reward for being useful yeah yeah I hope he gets it 
Um, so then they, so. so they go back to the warehouse that we've seen many times before. Yep. I'm pretty sure it's the same warehouse where Evel fucking debuted. So. I don't know. I don't know. We also got this one scene of Sakura fighting Aguilera under the battle bridge. Yeah, just random kung fu from Sakura. Um, well, she studies karate. She studies karate. See that's true but like it's just interesting that they just they didn't even really bring it up it's just like they changed they, they sort of exchanged blows and it was just like okay that's the thing that well, happened uh, yeah well she, she set up her becoming a writer the next episode yeah well because sakura was defending no. herself but aguilera was just playing around with her so she <laughs> she like tries to like motivate sakura to like join dead man's and it's like oh you want to be a follower for lord gif and she's like no i love how she's she's just the most vague unspecific shit like you'll find the answers that you're looking for and I'm like that's such but that actually seems to work on her like she actually goes she like she does have answers questions she wants but answers that, so that's such like fucking bait and switch talk like you could say that to anyone about anything and it, it's the same okay. kind of, it's the same kind of swindler talk that like sp spirit no, mediums use where it's like I'm looking for I someone whose name starts with a K no okay my, my, my dead aunt Karen it's like you gonna, buy into it because I, you allow them to fool you no but I'm gonna give you a real life situation I legitimately thought you were gonna say spammed in there <laughs> no but like that that happens with people like say like you know, someone's brother was kid, like little brother was kidnapped, and so you're trying to find out information of where like your brother is, and then like some guy that comes up and he's just like, he's he's like, I may know where your brother is. No, like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Mm. That is someone with a specific answer to a specific question that both of them are aware of beforehand. What Aguilera does is she walks up and says. I'm, I have the answers you're looking for. She doesn't know that A, Sakura is looking for answers, or B, what she's looking for answers about. She just comes up with this open-ended proposal, and Sakura is stupid enough to, in her own insecurities to latch onto it because she's so focused on her own problem. You don't know, maybe Aguilar is a mind reader. No, she's not. She's, she's a, a demon. She's a stupid bitch. Whoa. So there. Can demons not, not, um... Not, not, not read minds. I. I don't know. It we depends just saw on the this show. episode that they can. That they can. Actually, yeah, we saw that Vice can, but the dead man's and the demons are not necessarily the same thing. No, that's true. Hmm. But uh, anyways, I hope everyone understands what I'm talking about. Aguilera just uses such open-ended, baity words that people latch onto with their own subconscious naivety. To quote, to quote the gay grumps, you bitch. <laughs> You know what, Ichi? I need you to do something for me. I need you to put in the stream deck a button. You where, bitch! Yeah. So every time Aguilera just pisses you off in an episode, you can just press You bitch! <laughs> I want you to just... I need... You know what? I need to have that sound on here. Yeah. Just, you bitch! I only have two other sounds on my I, stream I, deck. I'm, I'm gonna then... send you an email reminder right yes, now. Do so it. fucking do that. <laughs> That's going right oh, on my soundboard. I'm just gonna put I'm just gonna put like your email down and I'm just gonna be subject, you bitch button. <laughs> the you bitch button. So it's context from a Game Grumps episode where like they're looking up at a statue of this like Zora princess and just like Dan just in a pretending to be the old Zora just goes, You bitch <laughs> So it's really yeah. funny. Because he's bitter at her that she doesn't like him. Um so then we get a thing that really pisses Ichi off where like they finally, like, defeat 
Evil because Daiji is able to punch, punch his way out of out of uh, what I like to think of as Kagro's strong will, his brain pan, his brain power, and so he punches him out, and it causes Evil to like drop the the Brachio stamp, which then Icky proceeds to henching into Rex genome. Picks up the Brachio stamp and then transforms into Brachio Gino. Why did you turn into Rex yeah, Gino just to leap forward yeah, and grab the other stamp? Just use Brachio first. Like, is there any rule that says he has to use Rex from the beginning? What I don't think so. What is the point of that? <laughs> um. So, anyways, we got the debut of Kamen Rider uh, Revice Brachio Genome. And before we get any further, I have another problem with Brachio Genome. Every time they've gotten a new stamp, George has added the writer power to it first. Where the fuck did the Zeo power come from before they got it? Maybe it was a stolen stamp. It didn't have a rider on it. You clearly see it in Kagero's hand with no rider face on the pattern behind the fucking Brachio. I don't know. That was, maybe that was just a We're officially out. in belt mechanics territory. Yay! I finally get to yell at this show for being wrong. Your favorite. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, yeah, Brachio Genome, the Zeo power. I, I love it. I love the suit. I like, I'm kind of mad that, like, the Brachio form for Vice is just a retooled Kong suit. Why is he thick again? We've seen what the Brachio remix looks like. Oof. It is not pleasant. Mm -mm. And why did their fucking finisher tick up from 49 to 50? Because he's 50. But uh, they're all 50 and none of the other ones ticked up from 49. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah, yeah, we, we got to see the last episode. We got to see the Kamikiri genome. The, I got to say the Gaim form on Revi was really nice. It yes. was really good. I just, again, the color. Actually, you know, it worked in that color scheme. It was all right. Especially it really worked well in the color scheme. I just, the only thing about the Brachio form on Revi, what it would do is cut... Cut the, the tassel thingy at the end. The yeah, point. he's got like Omazeo level tassel dick. Right, cut that off a bit more. You know, you don't need yeah, to Yeah, there's Brachio Remix. It's literally just Revi standing on top of Vice leaning over. <laughs> That's so good. Well, aren't they all kind of that? Except that look, yes. look, at, look at him just using the belt as part of the neck and it looks like he's about to fall over. Yep. <laughs> also, <laughs> something else that Lane noted during the episode, it's so funny that to date, all of Iki's appearances to a battle scene have been on the bicycle with the belt in the suitcase. Yeah, no, every time he goes to battle, he fucking has the suitcase with the belt in. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, did, did the writer of this show really like thighs? Because fucking Hiromi pulls the belt out of his ass. Daiji pulls the belt out of his ass. But Iki, suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. I would have loved if he just brought it within the PC tower. It's it's with it. It's it's because he's under contract. He has to keep it in the suitcase when not in use. It has to charge. It has to charge. Imagine a belt that he had to actually charge. Could you fucking imagine? I mean, technically, that's G3's belt. His belt's a battery for a suit. So did it ever run out of battery mid battle? I think it did. Yeah, because some because you get damaged enough and he'd lose energy, power and energy because he's accessing so much power and then yeah he would just be dead in the water because it's such a heavy suit. <laughs> All right. No, the G I fucking I could talk I could go on about G three for fucking hours. Oh, I, I fucking, know. I love him. Also, you see this. 
What? <laughs> yeah, no, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, so then also, not only do we get the debut of Brachio Genome, we also get Daiji becoming the debut of Kamen Rider Live. And I will... Before we get into live, let me say one thing. So, remember during the Hot Spring episode, when, when Kagero finally reveals his existence? Yeah. And he, like, transforms his clothes into the emo outfit? Yeah. I was surprised that when Kagero was finally defeated, that the emo clothes didn't just, like, vanish. No, because I, I, I wanted it to be this thing where it's like when Kagero takes over, he's in, like, the black clothes, and then when Daiji's uh, taken over, he's in the Phoenix uniform. Like, that, right? it's... You know, man, tomato, tomato. But no, I guess Daiji just gets a free pair of e set of emo clothes to take home now. God damn it. <laughs> Whenever he, he looks at his fingernails, why are they black? <laughs> it was me, Daiji. Also, I, I painted know, your I know, fingernails. I noticed this time Kagro added uh, some uh, some lipstick to his to his lips. So, yep. Yep. It, he's missing eyeshadow. That's all. Yep. It's a mascara. And a, and a ticket to My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, we do get the debut of Kamen Rider Live. And so now I've been, I've been seeing tweets and posts about how people are complaining, why, like ask, saying why or people don't like the suit. I like Live's suit. It's very cool looking. The only problem I have is the color scheme on the suit is just all all over the place and weird. It's and a, not it's right. It's the fact that the armor for live is on top of the evil suit, and the colors clash like dis like noticeably. Yeah, like the visor's perfectly fine. Like I like the armor on him; it looks super cool. But just change the undersuit. Oh, you know what? All they had to do was change the green parts of the undersuit to yellow, and it would have been perfect. Can can someone That's can true. someone Photoshop that? Can someone Photoshop? I think someone did already. Okay, well, someone could find a picture or Photoshop his undersuit to be yellow instead of that green. Like, and and also, I think I talked about this when they first showed the scan of Live Suit to reveal, but like Live using a gun and Evil using the sword seems backwards to me. Like, I agree, I, it does seem. Backwards. I think the reason is because Daiji, as the captain of Phoenix, is a leader of a squad of gun users. So it fits that he oh, has yeah, a so gun. Yeah, his I, his actual <laughs> rather than Kagero. Uh, but I, the giant bat made of light. Yeah, yeah. It was cool that like I he wrote, switches. I wrote that down. He switches the belt, and then like the swarm of bats like merge into a giant bat of light. Also, oh, I did instead of a. Sorry, Emily, go ahead. No, it's okay. That's. Um, I was saying, like, I also loved when Hiromi showed up. He just showed up, like, with his squad, and they were all just fucking packing firearms. And I was like, hell yeah. Good job, Hiromi. So. Also, yeah, so. Also, also, Vice calls him Hiro... Hiromi? Hiromichi. 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 Uh, so, yeah. Comrade Live debuts, and then we get the George moment of the episode. <laughs> like, he's been playing Go, or Othello, or whatever the fuck that game is. Mm -hmm. Like, because he's been sad, so he's cheering himself up with Go, and the joke is, like, white and black stones that you flip over, just mm -hmm. like evil and live. And yep. then and then when live debuts, he just throws everything, flips the fucking table, like, he turned over! He's doing it! Yeah, no, he was, he, George was <laughs> so- see the pool? Yeah, so now George- They flipped the bitch! George is so finally yeah. happy that, that- Daiji finally made use of both parts of the two-side driver. And it's at this point that he reveals that apparently the way the two-side driver works is the stronger Evil gets, Live is literally double that. Huh. That's oh. interesting. Okay. 
I will say the two-side driver does look slightly better in gun mode. I disagree. I think the colors match better in the sword mode. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, overall, as a gun, it looks better. It looks like it's supposed to shoot discs <laughs> because of the way it folds over. But yeah, but yeah, no, me and Ichi came to the agreement that, like, the more we keep seeing the Evil suit, we just, we, we much prefer it's that It's the one. best suit in the show. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, no, live, live was cool. It was a good debut. It was a good fight. He's very flashy. The fact so. that they specified that, like, the stronger Evil gets makes me wonder if we have not seen the last of Kagero and Evil. I would not be surprised if they eventually become, like, two separate riders. But I would honestly like if, like... How would that work if there's only one driver? No, you know what it's going to be? I mean, we have the answer. It's Revice. <laughs> no, no, no. What's going to happen is... Like, Kagro's gonna be gone for a little while, we're gonna just see Daichi and stuff like that, and then, like, he realizes he'll, for a while, he'll, Daichi will start feeling a little empty or alone, and he'll feel like, without Kagro, he's not fully complete, and he'll oh, try to talk with him, God. they'll work together, and then they'll switch sides, and he'll switch sides, and they'll work together. Sometimes we'll get Evil, sometimes we'll get Live. Mm, so, I feel know. like that'll, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool to just kind of get two and one you know also i like that daiji did the exact same thing that icky did and came up with a catchphrase with his name in it and you fucking know you know in some kind of fucking revised movie or something like that there's gonna be some magical fucking bullshit where they're gonna split evil and live into two separate fucking riders and we'll have them fighting together and do a he together oh, I that's calling it that's gonna fucking happen i guarantee it absolutely it's like when fucking decades split double in the fucking cyclone cyclone joker joker and when o's did every form ever exactly we have to do that shit all the time so i'm calling it it's gonna happen it's gonna be fucking cool like kagura will like possess someone else maybe and then george out of nowhere will go hey look here's a spare two-sided driver <laughs> <laughs> i made a second bat yeah it's gonna happen but yeah so like iki has iki ni ikuze and Daiji's is Daiji Nikimeoka. So they have both have catchphrases with their fucking names in it. Yeah, and so then uh, they they finish off. Yeah, because Daiji means uh, like a precious or important thing. Yeah, and Iki means like all at once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they kill uh, the super brachio, I guess, which is all three of them fused together. Yeah, those those brachio gene, uh, dead mans are fucking terrible. They're the worst ones we've gotten so far. I didn't like them. No, they didn't like them at all. Um, and then Daiji comes home for dinner. Yeah, and Nikki like literally swallows the fuck out. He's like, "Here, take more meat, take more meat." And Daiji's like, "Dude, I'm fucking gonna eat my food." I mean, and like, and freaking like the dad's just like, he's like, "I'm so proud of you guys. I'm gonna make a video." Well, he doesn't say that. That was last. That was the previous episode. Oh, right. Fuck. He's, he's just like, "It's so nice to have the whole family for dinner." <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, there's the edit. That looks better. That looks so much better. Oh, my God. Thank you. Nice. Excellent work. So next week, Sakura gets her driver, but I'm going to predict we don't actually see the rider form in that episode. I wonder what the suit's going to look like. I'm very curious. Yeah. Also, no I got to gotta say this, Toei. Very... This has been awesome that we've just been, like, not getting magazine scans and stuff and we don't see well, shit until after it's I mean we, we did see the scan for live so it's not been completely drought
No, but like Avil just kind of showed up out of fucking nowhere, and yeah. demons showed up out of fucking nowhere. So I, I've been liking I like ever since. It's like, nice that not everything we get spoiled for. Yeah, no, and it's it's mainly because they they were finally on to us that we've been getting magazines. Oh yeah, and Iki's been disappearing from more photos. We still don't know what the fuck that is about. Oh yeah, that at the end of the episode we got another one of those. There's some Kingdom Hearts shit. Ooh. It reminds me of Back to the Future. Which is funny, because I just watched that movie for the first time. Yes, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. And you still mentioned Kingdom Hearts first. Yep. Maybe, 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 maybe Vice is slowly taking over Icky. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't that be fucked maybe? up? If it is, it has to be involuntary. I know, because, like, in the opening, when you see, like, you keep switching between Icky and Vice's yeah. face, you see, like, Icky, like, with this giant evil fucking smile. So it's yeah. like, maybe. Because hmm. I, I like to think Vice may have the ability, because think about it. If Kagura has the ability to take over Daiji's body, maybe Vice can do the same, just does he's not aware of it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If he is, it's involuntary. Yeah. So. But no, I think Vice and Icky are pretty tight at this point. So. Ten episodes in now, so. Yeah, but yeah, no. I'm, there's still more. It's still a lot of mystery going on. I'm, I'm excited to keep watching. It's it's, it's still good. I'm I'm, lo I'm loving it a lot. I'll, I'll say that the story is keeping me kind of interested. I, I do wish the evil, the evil arc had been more than fucking three episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's we a good haven't time. we have not seen the last of Kagero for sure. Probably not. No. Daiji's going to be dealing with that, but I'm calling it now. They will eventually work together. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So. All, All right, Dad. Right. Uh, change the Zenkai. So, I love that at the start of the episode, Zox and them are just still tearing through their Halloween candy. <laughs> yep, and... Yep. The, yeah, the Halloween episode was okay. Fucking just hated hearing Halloween! Fucking was so annoyed with that. Yeah. Um, the diamond episode. Diamonds. It was an interesting and very useful power, but then having to listen to everyone say Daya, Daya, Daya all episode got immediately grating. Oh my god, it was so annoying. I mean, yes, but it also prevented them from saying that Kaiser was his dad. I get that it served the plot of the episode, but I care less and less they every time the episode annoys me. I could have just had them be silent so like their mouths were shut because it was too hard to open them or something instead of having them say diamond over and over. Yeah, no. <laughs> that is a good idea! I wish they had done that! Yeah, it would have served the same purpose without the weird... But then they would have been able to write the answer down. Or their like head should have turned to diamonds or something. Oh fuck. But then they mm, other robots. Yeah, Wait, no. they... yeah. They tried to like I don't know. they tried to like write the write the answer their answer down, but then they'll they could only write the word diamond. They couldn't even pantomime answers besides the word dia. But like apparently, like apparently power. even though they can only say the word diamond, they can understand each other, so it's like the Groot. That's because they're real good friends. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So then, like, we get this other thing where, like, Stacy goes to the Kaiser, and he's just like, he's like, yeah, let's team up. And the Kaiser's like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> Sounds fun. Also, what the hell was with that, like, in that one part near the start of the opening where they always play a different sound effect, this time, instead, they just 
accentuated the guitar from the music with yeah, like, got like a, an insane guitar riff a second ratter guitar yeah <laughs> uh yeah i i kind of like how pissed off two kaiser is this whole episode <laughs> yeah socks is pretty grumpy so the idea oh best part of the episode Hakaiser and Stacey are fighting together, and Hakaiser clocks Stacy with the V-Mering. Oh yeah, and all the all the all, when when this one is taken, all the logos just sort of disappear. Yep. Uh, so, so the fucking monster leaps in the water to get away, and Two Kaiser pulls out the Zuodra gear and channels Zuo the world. And summons the yep. fishing rod to fish him out, and then afterwards gets infected with Misao's depression. Yeah, I <laughs> just like, oh, that, no. it's like, you that okay, just so kind of felt like I was getting punched in the face from several years ago, and also reminded me of that meme where it's like, if Kirby inhaled you, what power would he get? And the person's answer was depression. <laughs> no, but no, that that was that was funny. The, like the flit's like, oh, are you okay? And Socks is like, not really. Um. So yeah, the other skipping through the fucking filler of Daya, Daya, Daya. The point of the episode is Zinkaiser finds out that Hakaiser is his dad. It was really sad and actually really heartwarming moment. And then Stacy fucking ruined it. As he does. But we did get a funny scene where Hakaiser accidentally tripped fucking Stacy with his boomerang. That's what I said earlier. Oh, you did. Already said that. Okay. Sorry. Um, but yeah, no, it's so, I don't know, I hate Stacy did that, that was a real dick move of him. Yep. He just grabbed him and left. Yeah, but now Kaido knows both his parents are alive, so that's good. And, uh, it was another fucking high CGI budget Megazord fight, because they used the, the new Kudai tests this time. Yep. Uh, and then they, they channeled the power of Lightspeed Rescue and used the ladder punch. Yep. Good old ladder punch. Yeah. Yeah, not, not much happened in this episode, honestly. Emotionally significant, but not a lot to really discuss. No. And again. Just... Next week is some sort of shock-based world power. Yep. Yeah. Like, shocking as in, like, surprise. Like electricity. I think. <laughs> yeah. Maybe both. It's both. Maybe both that's of... the joke. That would make sense, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That would be a thing Zenkaiger would do. Yep. That's very true. All right. Pre-gear time. Uh, all right, Emily, would you like to give us a little introduction to what we watched this week? Oh, uh, in what way? Well, just explain what... Do what Gargle Rouge is. Do what Gar does when we talk about old Sentai. Just give us like a, a introductory paragraph of sorts on on what the show is and what about it is oh, unique okay. compared to the others. Yep, um, sure. I I wasn't prepared, but I'll I'll try to do something. Um, so Tropical Rouge is this year's Freakier season, and um, the basic themes of it are tropical things and makeup. Um, so the title's pretty <laughs> self-explanatory. Um, 
the other theme of the season is um, motivation versus procrastination, which is kind of an interesting um, dichotomy to base the heroes and villains on. Especially since um, it's themed around summer. It is. That's a good point. I never thought of that. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also it plays into the sort of mermaid phenomenon that's been going on lately, which I didn't realize it also reached Japan because... The last few years, mermaids have been really popular for some reason. I have no idea so, why. It Yeah, like, it, not that there's anything about mermaids that shouldn't be popular. It's just like it came out of nowhere. That's the weird thing. Just like mermaids. Like the vampire, like the vampire boom started with, like, Twilight and everything, and the zombie boom was The Walking Dead. But, like, there hasn't been any, like, mermaid show that Was there came a vampire preacher? Uh, no, there's no Vampire Precure. Oh, it seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I they've never wanted to go like I mean they had a, they had a there's a Vampire Common Rider so yeah. I maybe they think that I don't know because Precure was around then and I want to check out what the season was during that time. But anyway, I'm sorry, I'm I'm rambling. That's okay. Um, yeah. So, um, I will this say this is a real. One thing I want to say is this whole watching these two episodes became far more enjoyable when I started pretending that I was watching Pokemon. Hmm. Because what? not only are there fucking all kinds of creatures that very closely resemble just Pokemon in general, but like the animation and music in these episodes strongly smacked of the old Pokemon anime seasons. Yeah. Honestly, you're right, but it, it's 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 cool because this season is another one that's just really well animated. The character designs are really good. The expressions are really good. Um, some top-notch animation, even just in the first two episodes. See, everyone in the chat is agreeing uh, with me. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! Yep. It's Precurmon! And, uh, <laughs> and it, uh... Yeah, this is um, definitely in the sort of lighter category of Precure, but it's... I think it's really... They, they did a good job balancing the light and dark elements in this season. There are a few seasons people said were too light, um, and there was one that had so much... that had too much plot to fit in the show, but overall, i probably compare it to be closest to Smile in terms of tone. I'm going um, to say this, though. I fucking love Cure Summer's fucking hair. It's gorgeous. It is. God damn. Cool this, her hair, this when, year she's, we have... when she's transformed, her hair looks like it's made of skin that then got sunburned. <laughs> no, like a, it does like not. Tropical yes, it does. Look at her hair. It's, it's like blonde, but then like the top of it is all pink. And that looks just like sunburnt skin, and I assumed that was oh, the point. No, it looks like a, oh, like a yellow. Do you think people? Oh, yellow. It is. I thought you were talking about to cure summer. Yeah, summer. Like the Simpsons? No, summer looks like like a, like a tropical. Punch. Look at her in that image in our wallpaper. No, I don't see what you're talking about. I'm sorry. It looks like it looks like, I like also, a tropical. I also don't. Yeah, it looks. Like and yes, like... also her name is the word is a pun on the word for summer, Natsu. Yep. I'm gonna say uh, this. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Go first. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, so we we saw, like, uh, like here summer. Uh, she's like packing up to like go see her like 
visit her mom or whatever, or live with her mom because she, like, uh, works in an aquarium. So, like, we see a picture of, like, I guess her mom, like, with some sea creatures, but I thought it was her. And I was like, I was like, oh, I thought that was her mom. Like, I was gonna say, like, that looks too young. She looks too young to be her mom. And then, then no, that was actually her mom. And we actually meet her. And I was like, holy shit. And then, like, it's weird. Her mom her... is very young looking. And then we, and then, like, we, she gets to say goodbye to her dad. And her dad just looked like every other character in the background. I was just like, there's yeah. nothing special about the dad. Her dad just looks like some ran background rando. But then, like, in episode two, we meet uh, Songo's mom, and I was like, that looks like Songo's mom. <laughs> like, totally. Now that's an anime mom. That's an anime mom. Well, well it, is, it is Songo's mom. Yeah. Yeah. I also love that at some random point through our watching, Lane just busts out, I miss the baby. Yeah, I was like, I miss the baby. <laughs> I miss, miss the baby. I miss Harry Ham Harry. Uh, yeah, oh, so... I was wondering if I was thinking that you guys would either really, really like Laura or really dislike Laura, and it sounds like since you haven't mentioned her at all that you probably don't like her. Um, I mean, <laughs> I was about to get into the whole plot with the mermaids. I, I like, I like, I like her name, her full name. I didn't even write it all down, but it's some it's like long Apollo, Laura, Apollo, something, Lamare. Sial Apollo Gran Zaronieru Arurueri Lamare. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, just like uh, Fua's full name is just really long, too. That meme is great. <laughs> Me. You know who's the most amazing person in the world? Read the first word. Me. <laughs> that is so freaking perfect for her. <laughs> So, the thing uh, about her that's so cool. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. She has that. She has this, like she has that sort of cocky, like Ojo type personality. But she's also not mean. Oh yeah. It's a very oh, she's snarky. Balance. She's smarmy. <laughs> that old thumbnail we had. Very ham Harry. I remember that. But yeah. So the setup, aside from the human characters, is that Laura is a member of this underwater mermaid kingdom, which is totally not Atlantica. Well, the fish wear clothes, apparently. <laughs> the fish wear clothes! <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, it's so, called... do they, so do the octopuses and the squids. It's called Grand Ocean, apparently. Yeah, I thought it was Atlantis. And, yep. they're, and they're ruled by a queen, which is definitely not human pre-marina. Look like Primarima. No, human Primar you know, human Primarima was a previous precure. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> nope, um you just gotta look at Cure Mermaid here. Objection. Let me just uh give you a picture. This is not a joke. Um look at her and tell me that this is not a human Primarina design. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I, see it. <laughs> yep. mm -hmm. I honestly think the the queen in this is is closer to Primarina because she's so like tall and thin. I'm just gonna say this: and when when we saw like we saw Laura's motivation, because like you know she wants to she wants to be queen herself, and like she has imagination. Her whole I, motivation is that so she can usurp the queen. No, but then like I'm, I look over at each and I'm like, I bet you any money that like as she's hanging out with the other cures, you know, she learns the beauty and value of friendship. Of course, and she just doesn't care about being queen anymore. She's like, oh, I, I'm my friends. I don't know about not caring about queen, but I think she'll like, of course she'll like actually start caring about them but i i don't but, um, up to the point we are she still very much cares about being queen but of also course. cares about them very much. yeah of course okay. 
And then we, we get mention of the villain of the season, the Witch of Delays. <laughs> and then when we finally see her at the end of episode two, her helmet looks like Stacey's her. Oh my god, I never thought of that. <laughs> like, all, I, all I'm gonna say, and I, ho I hope a lot of people agree with me on this, when I kept seeing the Witch of Delays, I was just getting mad, 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 mad King Dark vibes. Because, <laughs> like, that's how King Dark is in the fucking Rider show. He's just... Just, just laying there, all chillax, minding his own business, letting his fucking monsters yeah. and generals take over, do the work. He is. That's great. He does resemble Calvary a little too. Yeah. Um, it's fucking King yeah. Dark. When pre-cure main villains have a weird mask like that, it usually means that they're being mind controlled. Oh. To this point, we don't know, but I'm still holding out, like that it turns out that she's been brainwashed in some way. Also, when or she changed. Also, also, when she transformed to Cure Summer, we didn't get the traditional thing where she jumps and she goes, Oh my god, I'm jumping so high! Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the fucking crab monster general, uh, what the fuck was his name? Chef Chongire. Chef Chongire shows up and starts sucking at people's motivations with the monsters monster of the week yara neda which apparently is just the name of that monster for every week at least for the first two episodes uh that's how it is in precure all the monsters are just given a species name they don't have individual names so this is a palm tree this is this is our this is the new pokemon with a bunch of regional variants a creepy ass face oh my god he's like and he like fucking smiles yep and Basically, the, the name um, comes from, like, the, like, I don't wanna. Ah, uh, I get like, it. Yeah, they all have sort of name, name pun names, like, um, yeah. the ones in Hugtoe, uh, the joke was that their name was a pun on, like, the when you say to your boss that you're resigning. Ah. Uh, um, so yeah, in the first episode, oh, yeah, the Yaroneda is fucking Exeggutor. Yeah, Precurian Exeggutor, that's right, Blaze. Precurian! Exactly. <laughs> and then, in the second episode, it's the revenge of the plastic furniture. Yeah, yeah it's, in the second episode, there's one point where, like, Laura's trying to, like, escape down, like, this little, like, hallway of water, and then a chair fucking falls into the water, and she's like, ah! And they're like, oh no, chair! <laughs> I can't get around this or over it. <laughs> Chairs are evil. So the tropical compact uh, activates and she transforms into Cure Summer. <laughs> I just want to punch God in the face. And yeah, like... why? I, I'm not surprised that there are so many Laura memes, but I'm glad that there okay. are so many Laura memes. Has there been an episode where Laura gets like human legs and then she can like walk around <laughs> and shit? Have they done the like... Little Mermaid? <laughs> Would you like to be spoiled? Yeah, that's fine. That is your entire character arc. Oh, good. Yeah! It's the Little Mermaid. Yeah, that is her. Her whole thing is figuring out that she wants to be a human and go to school. And then she gains the ability to turn human at the same time she gains the ability to be a precure because mermaids cannot be precure for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Sounds right. Also, oh, they're all, yeah, they're all fourteen. Also, I like when Kira Summer like comes home, and, like she's like, "Oh, Laura, back!" And then like she just falls the trail of water in her house, and then Laura's just in her bathtub. The, yeah, Laura's just chilling in the bathtub. And she's before, like, "You're late. You you suck." Before we get too far ahead, finishing episode oh, one. Oh yeah, fifteen because Cure Cure Flamingo because Cure Flamingo is is in a is in a higher grade than them. Yeah. So so we see the tropical change into Cure Summer. I kind of don't like that she like narrates every part of the transform. That is sadly one of the gimmicks of this season is that each of the cures has a different one that they say last, which is their specific charm point. Okay. For her summer, it's lips. And for each of them, it's a different one of them. It's cheeks, eyes, hair. And, uh, I did, I did like the like the sounds every time they like applied the makeup or whatever. Like everything else about the henshin was fine. I just didn't like it. it's like eyes, nose, mouth. <laughs> nose is not in there. I know it's a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. I mean, kind of. And then literally. Her fucking Esots is the goddamn Terror Force! War Greymon! She literally pulls out War Greymon's special attack! <laughs> I never thought of that, so, and you're very right, and we, I'm kind of scared. So I thought of a funny I thought of a fucking funny idea where if they ever made like a tropical rouge abridged, we'd just make Cure Summer, she's just a hardcore Digimon fan. So like when she just uses and, her and, and, Terra and not even just a Digimon fan, like a Gen 1-er. Like, she's a complete Season Only 1 like, weeb. Like, Ty's her favorite character. She <laughs> loves War Greymon. Like, if you talk about any season other than one, she just will shut you down. Yeah. <laughs> Do to them. They deserve better than this. Rouge Precure, the Lauren Minatsu show. Honestly, you could actually probably truncate that to just the Laura show. <laughs> the Laura show featuring Precure. Very... Yes, yeah, like, it's very interesting because you may have noticed that there is a mascot character that shows up in, like, the opening song, Kurun, yeah, the, the little, the, the, yeah, the little seal. seal thing. Yeah. Kurun does not show up until, like, five or six episodes in. Wow. Well, I, I just thought also, Laura was the mascot. <laughs> exactly, because Laura <laughs> is the mascot of this season. Yeah. And it's so weird that they also added another one who looked more mascot-y. I mean, Laura's the one with like, all the utility get- powers. Yeah, I get the reason they did that, and I'm glad they did, because Kurun's amazing. But maybe they could have just had Laura start as a more mascot-y character. I, I don't know. Um, sort of like what they did in um, in uh, Maho Girls, where uh, me, me became yeah, maybe, maybe, more, maybe, more, more humanoid. Maybe she should have been, like, maybe it should have been, like, you know, she's a mermaid, but then when she's, like you know, has to be around other humans, whatever, she, like, disguises herself as the seal. And then it's like, Renatsu's just like, oh, this is my stuffed seal I like to bring with me because I love animals. Because she, she is from, like, an island. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> I like the, the um, menacingly positive Cure Summer. That's <laughs> why you, you put the same fucking demons driver on the fucking... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's, Kururun is not useless... It's a very easy thing to say, but Kurun has saved their butts Whoa, multiple let's times. Let's go to the beach so I can drown your bad thoughts. <laughs> oh, because demons. <laughs> oh yeah, because there's. This is not related to episodes one and two, but 
this season specifically had this very weird episode with 10 little mini skits instead of a full episode. Oh. And one of the skits was Kuroon imagining becoming a precure and trans- had, had an entirely animated transformation sequence. Oh, so oh. it was like fucking Hakutama Nami with Kirame Gold. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they're all owned yeah. by Toei, so it fucking makes sense. That yeah, they'd... but that episode actually had a plot aside from that. This one was just a whole bunch of, like, skits mushed <laughs> together. Hmm. It was very weird. It was awesome, but it was... And they also all had different art styles. It was kind of <laughs> cool. Go, it was basically a, let's go through our rejected ideas until we find a winner. Wasn't it, like, in the first Precure series, like, the very first one that, like, you know, like, like uh, one of them had, like, a grandma, and, like, we like we figured out that, like, the grandma was a Precure in, like, a past life or something? I like that there was, like, the grandma theory. I love that. Yeah. So episode two is about meeting the second cure, Suzumura Sango. Uh, we find out that her mom owns the makeup store that she popped her head into in the first episode. Pretty Holic has an actual makeup line that you can buy in Japan. That so, sounds right. So like what I got for the purpose of this episode was that like Laura was just kind of pissed off at Anatsu because she wasn't like taking her precure thing seriously. How dare you have a human life? Yeah. Well, to be fair, Laura doesn't entirely get it either. I know it's gonna. It takes some time for them to get used to each other. You know what? You know what I miss about Precure. You know what I miss about Precure a lot. I miss. I miss Cure Peace. Look at her. Look how fucking adorable she is. She's so sweet. <laughs> I love her. Look, 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 Glitter Force, that's right! That's the fucking- that was the dub name! Uh, oh, no! Yeah, there, there's a weird- the weirdest thing that the, the, the Glitter Force did, I think, aside from changing names of characters who already had English names, was there's an episode in Smile Precure where they go to Kyoto for a field trip, but they changed it to going to the Asian Culture Expo. What the- <laughs> I swear I'm not making this they up. They I need to call it Glitter Force. They could have just called it Pretty Cure. Asian Culture Expo. <laughs> oh yeah, ACX. It's like it's like it's like if it's like if they're like you you dub a show or whatever like that and like they went to a basketball game. And it's like oh no, we're gonna go to this basketball convention and they're actually playing basketball. Exactly. There. Like it's it's so weird. It's like. Dumb. Uh, because they could have... No, like, they're trying so hard to pretend it's not Japan. Eat your hamburgers, Apollo. I am sad that we didn't get up to the point where we met, uh, I, I'm guessing, Cure Papaya is the, the one with the glasses. Yes, um, she is really interesting. I'm kind of... I'm I mean, pretty sad you didn't get to... Yeah, on. no, I, I, I will say, like, in the opening, I like that apparently she just has this ability to just fucking, like cycle through books like it's nothing. I also love how she has this completely blank stare in every fucking scene. Nope. Like, she looks like she doesn't yeah, even she... know what she's here for. I will say, though... She very rarely... I will say, though, that, like, when she transforms into Kira Papaya, I I much prefer her oh, before that's she transforms because, like, she's a lot cuter yeah, she, with her glasses um, on. Yeah, she... Her, yeah, in her precure form, she's very smiley and... Ex and, and, and um, oh, is that what that picture's but... from? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. But no, like it reminded me of like in Scooby Doo, like uh, the second Scooby Doo movie, where like they like really like sexify Velma, and I didn't like it because oh I, God, like, I, I like I like because I like I prefer just regular ass Velma because she's a lot cuter and more pretty, like how she usually looks. So quick side tangent for Her anyone who likes attack also involves encasing herself in a giant papaya with eyes. <laughs> 
this. Quick side tangent on the Scooby Doo topic. Let me just see if I can find it. Uh, if anyone out here likes Scooby Doo and would like to see a very fascinating hour-long video essay about who is the best Scooby Doo character, look up Jello Apocalypse on YouTube. I don't even like Scooby Doo, but somehow that video was interesting enough that I watched it like seven times. I'm already mad that he called Scooby Doo a fucking waste of time, and I was like, "Fuck you." I love Scooby Doo. He, he didn't use those exact words. What he described him as Scooby Doo is a character whose name sounds like I made him up just a second. Oh, Scooby Doo was important. I love the 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Except Scrappy. I did too. I hate Scrappy. <laughs> oh, no. no Scooby Doo. Disagreement. Yeah, no, the first one actually Scooby Doo. One of my favorite lines in that video is Remember Flim Flam? No, you don't, because you're not an insane person who watches Scooby Doo like me! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You got Flim Flam. You don't put that. <laughs> Flim Flam, Scooby I do, I, I, I'm oh, he's a, yeah, he's a little kid character for 13 Go, yeah, Flim Flam! A little huckster kid. No, fuck you, I love Flim Flam! <laughs> Don't say that at me, go watch the video. No, I love Flim Flam. The, the, the guy just doesn't like 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo, apparently. He likes Vincent Van Gogh, though. Well, everyone likes Vincent Van Gogh! Yeah. Vincent Price! Who doesn't like Vincent Price? Alright, anyways, side tangent over, back to this thing. Um, yeah, also, that is not, that is not, um... That is not actually her. That is Laura and her body. Oh God! So yeah, the second episode, having- the second episode is about Laura going to school to scout for precures. Also, the, also, there's a really sussy seahorse butler. <laughs> I never thought of him, but you know what? The word "sussy" does kind of describe him. What the fuck? How did you get that from him? I don't know. He's a seahorse butler. Why is he sussy? He looks sussy. Don't trust the seahorse. Are... Why? What are you basing that on? I don't know. Seahorses are weird. What the fuck? <laughs> that seems just racist. Oh, I love, Do you think I all love seahorses sh- are I love that shot in the opening where they're just fucking shaking their butts. <laughs> Lane. Huh? They're 14. Oh, I'm just saying it's cute. Okay. Especially it's since, Kira, it's, especially since yeah. Kira Papaya is just so blank-faced doing it. That's what I'm saying. I love that, like, every scene I've seen her in, she looks like she has absolutely zero fucking clue what she's doing or why. No, she she definitely does. She's just not a very expressive she person. Into a fucking no, so fire. she's just bad at emoting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, the monster of the week, the Yaroneda in this episode, is literally the revenge of Tokusatsu patio furniture. Mm. <laughs> it was, like, super funny. And then Laura just literally tries to recruit rando girls off the street to fight, and, and of she's course... Judging, she's judging them, saying whether they have main character potential, and that kind <laughs> of feels mean, but it's also kind of funny. <laughs> God, they oh, all look sons. at him, man! Look how fucking sussy that guy looks. That's a sussy ass butler seahorse. He's got a hand behind okay, his back. Yeah, the, not... He's got his one hand behind his I'm... back. What the fuck is he hiding? Like all butlers do, it's called no, being but... polite. Not all butlers do that. I do not agree with your assessment that all seahorses are sussy. <laughs> However, I do think that this butler is weirdly quote-unquote sussy throughout the whole season and i feel like he's gonna turn on everyone at some point he's that's the his tra- name his name is literally just butler <laughs> it. It is. It. it's no other name he's just called butler <laughs> true villain 
See, I just have we, to say that I, I'm sure. very glad that today I got to say the words. Um, I got to say the words. I do not agree with your assessment that all seahorses are sussy. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm a not. sentence no one on human, no one on the planet will ever speak again. I always forget why we enjoy talking about Precure, and then I remember we always find something to enjoy about Precure. It's fucking great. Like we had the baby and the one from a couple times ago, and then we remember we talked about the fucking the same, collab movie with all the fucking Precure teams showing the up. The craziest awesome. that Toku has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. I, I'd like it has same kind of craziness that toku does because it's sort of toku adjacent you know what we need to fucking talk about on cast ranger that we never did oh, what was it called what was that fucking magical boy anime we watched with the wombat oh oh uh, 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 our, like defense no, club the, love yeah yeah, yeah that, was, that shit was the best i have it was so good i had the theme song on my phone i love that so shit good. The fucking wombat, they kept, like, killing it to death and stuff and i was like oh my god and then there yeah, was because an, there's there's yeah the evil there's hedgehog. two seasons yeah we never there's watched two seasons season. of it and then there's a third season that's a completely different continuity but then it stopped oh Oh no, that that shit was great. We we marathoned like the first season in like a day. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. But another show came out called Fairy Ranmaru, which is pretty similar. I just remember, I just remember like the villain was like a fucking hamster. It was like an evil little fucking hamster in the fucking school. No, no, the villain was a hedgehog. Oh right, it was a hedgehog. That's right. And he sat all weirdly in yeah. his little bowl cup or whatever the fuck it was. And fucking Ichimaru's be yeah. voice like a swan or something like that. It was super weird. Oh, that then it was the best. And they like they they. Like they showed why, like they censored themselves and stuff with the with the weather costumes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go go. If you want to watch something really great, watch Earth Defense Club Love. It's a fucking magical boy anime. It's fantastic. Yeah, Chikyu Boy Boob Love, something like that. <laughs> or I yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think that the no the the actual English title is Earth High Defense Club Love, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I could uh, be wrong though. Um, but yeah, so um, Precure Tropical Rouge, uh, like I thought it was cute from what I saw. Like I'm, I, I like I'm very ha happy that like the main cure, like leader cure, was like very different from how usually because like you know they still have like red hair as they usually always do, but like I like that it wasn't like pink and like she had again beautiful tropical looking yeah, hair. Right white um colored leaders for both setai and precure this year and also she said zenkai a bunch she did also she had this thing where she like every time she met someone she's like oh god can I have your name she always asked for their full name and also she demanded to immediately call sango by her name without any honorifics it's like i'm calling you sango oh okay aggressive friendship that's the protagonist we have yep which is honestly not too different from Kaito either. I will say though, I did enjoy Laura. She, I like her sassiness. She's great. I enjoyed the show be partially because I headcanon that it's a Pokemon sideshow. I like. I no, like... no, don't say, don't say those words, nor judge like, something I, by something else. I, I, like, I, like the, I like that Laura's sassy. I don't like that Butler sussy. <laughs> <laughs> sassy versus sussy. Sassy versus sussy. Don't trust, don't trust seahorses, people. Can't. <laughs> Life lessons. Fucking horsey, Seedra, Kingdra? Ah, get them out of here. They're, they're sussy. Why? Because. Fucking. You look at Seedra? Seedra looks pissed off all the time. Yeah, because you're calling it sussy. 
Exactly. But no, I don't hate seahorses. They're okay. <laughs> Weird hill to die on. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what my favorite fish is, actually. Oh, yeah, no, I like, I like squids. I don't know if I'd call Natsumi out of the closet. I've seen lots and lots of female characters who are just aggressively friendly. Oh, yeah, no. You, you can, like, girls can, like, girls platonically, it's fine. Girls do oh, that. Her, her name is her name is Minatsu. Um, Natsumi is her last name. Yeah. Both of her names are puns on Summer, Natsu. Yeah, no, I've, I've 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 worked with like I've worked with men before, and I'm just like I'm like I'm I'm not gay, but you're a handsome freaking man. So like if I've said that, I don't care. If a guy if a guy's attractive looking, I'll I'll make a mention of it. Like uh, that's that's a that's a, a thing I have. I like complimenting people when they deserve to be complimented. Aaron so. and Dan on Game Grumps call each other shit all the time. Exactly, they make jokes to kiss each other all the time. So. Yeah. It's just people who are shout, who are like, can only see affection as romantic, who make all those weird gay jokes. It's like that. It's like that other meme on Facebook I see all the time. It's not gay to kiss the homies goodnight. I think <laughs> the next time we talk about something Precure, I think we need to talk about another epic movie. So Emily, next time we're going to talk about Precure, we need you to find us like, the last like really epic Precure movie. The last big crossover was. Wait, I forget what order they came in. There was, I forget if the one where they alt turned into babies or um, okay. the one. No, no, stop there, stop there. We're watching the one where they transformed and turned to babies. No, no, you have to hear. You have to hear what. I, I believe uh, you have to hear what the other one is. Okay. The one where the entire thing is basically a montage of of music videos. Oh, that's tempting that's, too. Oh, that's hard. And it's like really good music videos, like well animated, well choreographed. You know what? Maybe, maybe. And they sort of just throw a plot. They sort of throw a plot in there. They kind of do, but like it's mostly just here's here's all the shows and let's showcase the so different songs. Episode of the hit list. Okay, you know what? We'll do that. We'll watch both movies eventually. So we'll watch the one where they turn to babies, and then we'll watch the one with the music videos. Well, what, that, that, that sounds fascinating which, as all hell. Which one came out first? That's what I don't remember, so let me check okay, this out. Okay, we'll, we'll watch the two of them, but like in order. Yeah, we'll watch them in order. As long as I get to see Cure Peace again, I'll be happy. <laughs> I want to see Cure Peace. Oh, I want to see Cure Peace be a baby! Oh my god, he's so adorable. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, Tropical Rouge Precure, cute. I'm, I'm not big into, like, really, like, tropical-themed things, because I'm more of a winter, cold-weather kind of person. <laughs> At least for me. I want to see them suffer in the cold! No, I don't want to see them suffer no. in the cold, I just like the cold. Um, but anyways, it, it's... It's cute, and I like Laura. I like that we have like a very sassy mermaid mascot. That's pretty cool. I miss again, as she said, I, I miss the baby. <laughs> I miss the baby mascot. What was it? Hugtan? Was that what was that? Hugto. No, I think it was yeah, yeah it was Hugtan. And then we found out we yep. found out it was the Cure leader's fucking baby from the future. <laughs> so yeah, because they started doing this thing where instead of um, having the it be all the precure seasons. It just had the la It just has the most recent three. Okay, that's cool. Um, three seasons. Spring Carnival one. Yeah, well, I don't you have know some homework to do. I... Yeah, you got some homework. But anyways, yeah. that, they both sound very <laughs> fascinating and would have a lot to talk about with them. I feel so. All right, Leechy. Well, that is the show. <laughs> what a fucking roller coaster! Oh man. Man, 
sussy ho- I'm going to think of think of you saying the butler is sussy every single time I see him now. <laughs> yeah, no, you're gonna watch the show. No. And the show has been forever poisoned. No, watch call you no, right now. Fair, but, butler's gonna be the final endgame villain of, of Tropical Rouge. I mean, I that is what I think. I think that the that the Witch of Delays has been brainwashed, and the butler is going to be the final villain. That's oh, what so I just, just like Gage is gonna be the final villain and fucking Zengaiger. <laughs> It's like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> the butler's the imposter! I'm <laughs> uh, uh, holding back on playing the sound all the time. GK, Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. I don't know if Gar is going to be visiting us next week, so I don't know for sure what the topic will be. Okay. Because Gar was supposed to visit us this week. Are we caught up on things to watch? Uh, kinda, yeah. Fuck! There isn't anything else that I'm aware of that's recently come out that we need to watch. I, mean, I never watched the Re Soldier Cure Major thing because I wasn't here for that. Not that I care because I don't care about Re Soldier. You don't care a major? No, I, I, I care about the Cure Majors, so great! <laughs> Fucking Cure Major Blues, my boy. Uh, but yeah, we'll post in the Discord once we figure out what our topic is, and yeah. that will hinge on whether or not Gar will be joining us next week. Yeah. But until then, thank you all for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. This primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com, and from there you can find all of our things. I don't need to say them anymore. You can just go there. Yeah, that's that's just a guess. I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but if it does, then I know that Lane's going to be like, I knew that he was sus. Yeah, if if it does happen, you need to like not tell anyone until Cast Ranger and then reveal it to us on the air. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I looked at that. I looked, and that goes to everyone listening too. If that happens, none of you spoil it. I know who's who's fucking over, like that butler, the over overlord. Oh, Demiurge? Yeah, is he, is he sussy? He, uh, I don't know. If... A little bit. A little bit. But no, it's, he it's, seems, it's, it, it seems like seem... Momonga's fucking followers are pretty, pretty loyal. Oh, they're, they're like, lives are defined by him. Hmm. Like, literally. I, literally, he, like, changed their settings. Well, yeah, he changed Elpedo to be like, I wanted to be, like, horny for me all the time. I need to read more Overlord. You do, you have it. There's so many volumes, god damn. And that's not all of them. Jesus. I've got seven books and I've read the first two. Has this guy already, like, taken the war of the world already? I fucking hope so. Jesus. No, but then even in the anime, he hasn't done it yet? He's working on it. Fucking god. <laughs> they had that whole detour in the second season with the fucking lizard people, and I'm like, I don't care about them. He's a them. fucking max level character in the MMO. You think he could just snap his fucking fingers and the world would be his? He probably could, but he prefers to play the long con. All right. Overlord is all about building up trust so we can betray them at the last second. They still keep the thing where, like, he talks like a normal guy, like, in his thoughts. Yes. Okay, good. I love that. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking go, forward go to Go watch Overlord. Four. Watch the first season. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. All right. Well, bye, everyone. Thank you very much for listening, and take care and stay safe, everybody. Get your boosters. <laughs>